Welcome to Lanarcanum, the city of magic. Built around the Everspire, the city shimmers with arcane energy. But that kind of power brings trouble. Trouble that sometimes seems to spawn from thin air. And no one knows trouble better than the Lanarcanum High Guard. The LAHG is comprised of several divisions, but of particular interest is the Special Visions Unit. The SVU deals with the strangest and most convoluted cases in Lanarcanum. This is one such case. Today's episode, The Ham Hawk. Hello everybody, and welcome to Lawful and Orderly, Special Visions Unit here on the RPG Academy. I'm Scott, and I will be tonight's uh, game maestro, if you will. And I've brought with me some incredible performers. Uh, I know they're your favorites. They're my favorites, too. Uh, to uh, my left on the screen, uh, in uh, occupying the top left corner in our little uh, Hollywood squares, is Andrew. Say hello, Andrew. Hello, Andrew. And uh, hello, Andrew. We'll be playing uh, not tonight's GM. He will be playing uh, his incredible character, Mikhail. Why don't you introduce your character a little bit for the folks at home who just might be turning in tonight for the first time ever? Uh, Mikhail Pavlovitskyvich is a, a veteran rock gnome officer. Uh, he uh, is a little grim, uh, plays by the rules, and uh, maybe a little uh, obtuse. He doesn't understand when people don't get it. They they should they should just get it. Like, don't mess around with social niceties. Just get to the point, solve the crime, write people up, take copious notes, do things in a very structured organization. Just get it. I like that. You know, I've I've heard a similar slogan by uh, some a local city. Uh, marketer, I'm sure we'll get an advertisement Nick? for them at some point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nick is is uh, that that Nick, good character. All right. Um, so uh, moving down, uh, Aaron, uh, played by Marty. Say hello, everybody, Marty. Hello, everybody, Marty. Perfect. And uh, tell us all a little bit about Aaron Tweet Twilson. Absolutely. Uh, Aaron Tweet Twilson is a human bard, formerly of the famous Traveling Twilsons, a performing act that does stage shows, uh, musicals, uh, acrobatics. And uh, a, a little bit ago, Aaron dropped out of the family business as they left town and joined the Academy in Lanarkanum, where he is uh, one of the newer but no longer the rookie member of uh, the Special Visions Unit. Perfect. All right. And then, of course, uh, to your right on the screen is Clara playing Allo Seda. Hello. Say hello to everybody, Clara. So Allo is the newest member of uh, the Lenarcanum uh, Police Department. She moved over here from MatBat after she was uh, disgracefully discharged. And uh, so that's one of the things that she has carried over with her. She's trying to figure out, um, you know, what happened with her there because she was framed for a crime. That she did not commit, and so she's still thinking about that. And uh, she's not the most social person, but um, Lanarkanum is a very happy city, so she's trying to get accustomed to that and her new uh, co-workers. Um, I've got questions for all of our players. We, we usually start the episode out with questions, and tonight will be no exception. So uh, starting with you, Andrew, uh, Mikhail has recently suffered an intensive personal revelation concerning his background, past, and unexpected age. Where the uh, uh, a former uh, blackguard, uh, a late blackguard, in fact, of, of the Inquisition, revealed to him that he was far more ancient than he believed. In fact, uh, several orders of magnitude older and belonged to a, a race of people long since past. How you doing? Um, not super 
not super, super great. Um, Mikhail did take a little bit of personal time last week uh, on the heels of that revelation. Uh, it's, it's, he's been doing a lot of personal reflecting to try and determine if the statues of him were shaped by his presence or whether his physical appearance is based entirely on the statues. He, he's not super, he's not super, he doesn't care super much about personal appearance. He, he likes to keep himself clean and neat and professional looking, um, but he's wondering now if this is what he ever really looked like. He has memories of looking like this, but uh, if he also had memories of no of a seamless transition from moving to from his old uh, old homeland to an Arcanum. So uh, he's been doing a lot of thinking. He's he's been doing a little bit of researching, uh, looking up some uh, uh, historical texts. But uh, Land Arcanum does not contain a lot of non Land Arcanum history. So it's true. Yes. Yes. The uh... The, the the former uh, magus the magistrate uh, didn't really approve of non magistrate approved histories. Yeah, so mostly he's been taking long soulful walks uh, on on docks and at sunset and through beautiful parks uh, uh, as bards play slow uh, slow ballads and yeah, very emotional songs nearby. Sweet. Well, well, speaking of that, of course, uh, Marty Aaron. Um, in addition to playing slow, uh, soulful ballads uh, while Mikhail walks off into the sunset for him, as as a courtesy to a friend, um, I, I believe that that uh, you've been uh, really settling into your apartment now. You're you're no longer the rookie of the force, and and you're you're probably pretty comfortable at home. Uh, and and so why don't you uh, introduce us to some of the things that that uh, Aaron likes about his apartment aside from the distraction vendor out front. Uh, well, yeah, it's he, he's not able on a uh, an officer's salary to afford much of a place. So while it's pretty centrally located, uh, it is very small, and it's right over where the morning vendors gather in the streets to hawk everything from uh, coffee and food for people on their way to work to uh, the distraction vendor who... Um, I won't say has become an enemy in Aaron's mind, uh, but is uh, as as his schedule as Aaron's schedule has adapted to fit the distraction vendor's schedule, uh, things are becoming more copacetic. Um, one one thing that Aaron has uh, had a hard time getting used to is that um, uh, he's in the same place. So previously, they might be on the road in the in the wagon for a while. They might come to an inn. And they would stay at that inn, and uh, someone else was in charge of taking care of that place. So uh, Aaron has been slowly coming to terms with the fact that he has to keep the place clean if it's going to stay clean. Uh, he has to get the trash out if it's going to leave. And um, you can kind of see this like come and go in, in phases. There are, there are times when he'll sort of get manic, and part of his uh, tiny little place will become very nice and... Uh, there are times when, um, you know, there will there will just be uh, foods left over for days if he's working on a lot of cases. Uh, the the bed might not have any sheets for a while, uh, and he 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 might uh, not be able to find a full uniform at times because it's just uh, laying in in pieces uh, around the place. But he's slowly coming to uh, to deal with the idea of a permanent home, and uh, and and kind of making making it his. Perfect. Perfect. All right. And uh, Clara, 
if if you could for the the folks at home assuming you can hear us now hopefully with any luck great um uh could you tell uh we you know with with, with these intro questions for for alosada we, we we followed some investigations that al has been making around town for suspicious looking characters and neighbors um but i'm sure that that Allo has found um you know discovered other things about Lanarcanum, and at least some of those things can't be entirely suspicious and about work. And I was hoping that you could uh, shed some light on one surprise or discovery, one new thing that, that Aloe has learned about Lanarcanum that was not true of MatBat. Oh, one thing that she learned about Lanarcanum that is not true of MatBat. Yeah, like a surprise or like a like a delight or, or like a, oh, it's, you know, moderately cool here or something. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, well, when, when she first got to Leonard Canham, she was um, kind of uh, upset at the um, at, at 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 the price of uh, of weaponry. Yeah, she thought that Leonard Canham was like um, a pretty uh, expensive place to live, right? It's not like Matbat, which is kind of uh, not as good as not as good as a neighborhood. But um, she's been going different uh, into different neighborhoods in Leonard Canham. And she's finding, um, you know, her favorite weapon stores, and she's getting to know the uh, the, the the weapon the, the Smiths, yes, the Smiths of of the town. So that's what she's trying to. That's how she's getting accustomed to it. Okay. She uh, loves is there her a dagger. particular Smith that she has befriended for her dagger supply? Uh, yeah, it's this place called uh, Smith and Wesson, down by her. Uh, <laughs> down yeah it, it's it's close to her, her apartment to where she stays at it's a walk it's in walking distance is it on the west end uh yes it's the smith in west end smith of in course west end. perfect yes uh that's that's fantastic all right so um as we open today's show um you, you guys are sitting around the office and uh enjoying the the fine uh sort of uh, the 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 actually surprisingly loud sounds of of springtime showers as as a thunderstorm is rolled in and rain trickles along the rooftop of the office uh, the newly constructed office of course that that leaks only about as much as the old version of the office did uh, but it leaks in different places so you have to kind of put the buckets in new spots um, yeah and and uh, as you guys are enjoying a little bit of time putting the buckets in new spots you hear. Uh, the the sounds of, of a well-known crier. Ah, good evening or morning, everyone. Oh, it's, I'm having real trouble here. It's very wet outside. I wish someone would hold something over my head, but hey, oh, it's oh, work. So, so, here, here, here you go, Skip. I'm, I've been a Skipster for life. Here, here, here's it. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. You know, the, the Skipster really lives off of his fans. Uh... Hello everybody, Skip Skyseeker here, now Sayer 5. Spring showers, just like these, bring blooms all across the city, and that's not all that's blooming. Adventurers, freebooters, and do-gooders abound in Lan Arcanum, drawn here by the promises of a dragon's glittering horde. All hail the High Dragon. Other mercenaries are happy to work for the High Dragon, all hail the High Dragon, in exchange for a sliver of the infinite magical plunder proffered by the Everspire. But be wary of those price gouging this new class of city denizens. Gloucester Milktoast of the Guild of Coinmakers and Minters reminds all citizens to check their coins for authenticity and to demand an official guild receipt for any large transactions. I'm Skip Skyseeker, here for Nowsayer 5 News. Oh, well, thanks, Skip. That was that was a real pleasure. I really appreciate it. Hey, you're a real sweetheart. I'll see you around. I will tell you, there is no one I would rather get my news from than than Skip. He is 
always he, he always delivers the news so charmingly. Oh yeah, and any rain or shine, right? Oh, that yeah. guy's so dedicated. So dedicated, yeah. I'm a skipaholic, definitely. I'm a skipaholic. Well, you're not a true skipster, or you would know the term for fans of skips. Skips. I mean, there's, skip, there's, there's different fandoms. Yeah. Oh, I I totally get it. Yeah, you want to break I haven't, off. Been, I haven't felt like I'm up to going to a skipaholic meeting. Uh, <laughs> just I'm just a skipster right now. Yeah, Skipaholics uh, Anonymous. Yeah, first up is admitting. I don't have a problem. <laughs> Oh, buddy, Mikhail. Yeah, you got a lot. Like you got a lot of problems. It is not. I don't. Well, that's. Don't, let's not open that can of worms. <laughs> Are you sure? Because it's super fascinating. You know what? Actually, um, instead of that, uh, how did things go last week? Uh, I heard there was uh, a talk of uh, famous meetings of of, uh, of international oh, yeah. uh, adventuring sensations. You. Hey, you wouldn't have believed it if I hadn't written it all down in the report. <laughs> also, that uh, you are not using uh, the new uh, organizational system for uh, for filing your report. Oh, there's a new one? There is a new one. Uh, yes, we've moved beyond the Dewar Decimal. Uh, we are on to a new system. Uh, I, I will sit down. We'll talk about it at a later time. Uh, you know, But just know that I have corrected your report and submitted it in the approved and appropriate fashion. So... Oh geez, thanks, Mikhail. Oh, you know, no, I I don't know how you I don't know how you get it all done. You know, having all these existential crises, finding out you're not who you thought you were, or where, or when you thought you were, and still being able to get all of our systems in order you and, know, and upgraded. Mostly, I try not to think about it uh, too much. Uh, I spend a lot of my time having long soulful walks and uh, introspecting when I do that. So when I when I'm at work, it's mostly I focus on the job. Speaking oh, of right, which, right. As, as as you guys um, uh, continue to talk about focusing on the job, uh, the, the the door to the to the basket orb court opens, and uh, a very sweaty Octa chief squibbles out, uh, um, dampening, uh, drying her brow. And uh, following is is Aloseta. They've they've just had a sparring match. The chief says, "You've you've given me a run for my money." Oh. Yeah, I, I admit it was kind of hard to keep up, chief, but uh. Yeah, you got eight arms. I got two. I, I'm just relentless. It's really impressive. Oh, all right, all right. Well, off you go then. Chief kind of uh, squidges off to uh, her office, where she opens the door and notices a figure waiting at her desk. And uh, you see her sigh inwardly and uh, yell, "Mikhail, Aaron, Seda, my office now." Should I catch a shower, or should I just go straight to work? No, just, or? yeah, definitely just come in. Okay, Visions right. wait for no one, says the dripping octopus, as uh, it takes a wet, damp seat in the chief's desk. Uh, and then uh, shortly thereafter, uh, morphs into a minotaur, uh, having being disappointed at the interruption. Uh, the, the three of you do not recognize the uh, extremely rotund figure who's uh, occupying more than 100% of the the uh, the seer's chair that's in front of the the chief's desk um, nor do you recognize the opulent and and extremely hand calligraphied seeing crystal that this rotund figure holds before them uh, the the hand uh, uh, hanging from these robes has has intricate rings and uh, pendants, uh, jewels and and bracelets as far as you can see into the robe, and there are heavy earrings on uh, both of these sagging ears. Um, a, a distinct uh, smell of meat accompanies the figure as you enter the room. 
Oh. <coughs> High guard officers, is, is, is this all of you? <laughs> I expected something more substantial. <laughs> well, what were you expecting? A, a half unicorn? <laughs> well, that would that would be a grand start. <laughs> and uh, of course, the chief, uh, chief, you live up to your expectations. The chief snorts through her uh, nose ring and says, "Of course." Well, what is it? You've you've never delivered a vision before. Says, "Well, our seers rarely see crimes. You see, uh, at 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 the temple of gluttonous delights, we mostly have visions of." Of gluttonous delights, you see. It's this these are what our divinity brings upon us. Visions of of the most delectable, most amazing, scrumptious moments in life. Yes, yes, get to it, the chief uh, snorts through her nose ring. Oh well, anyway. Uh yes, yes. Um us gastromystics have seen a heinous, heinous crime, please. Put your hands delicately on this most exquisite orb. It's not greasy, is it? Uh, no, that was that would not be decadent of me. No, no, it's it is most clean. Well, all right. It it does smell a little of fried chicken, but uh, it it is in fact very clean to the touch. And uh, as as you uh, connect with this statue, you guys are transported into a, a small, dimly lit space that 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 seems somehow oddly familiar. Uh, there's there's uh. A light candle and uh, a little bit of moonlight showing through uh, what you guys know to be the uh, the east eastern windows, so that you can tell that it's this is kind of a pre-dawn period, early early time of the day. Um, a figure that you guys know as as Stefan uh, Stefan Hawking, the uh, the ham hock dealer from from actually just not too far down the street, is uh, busily sorting papers and performing his morning duties when there is a knock at his rear door. Uh, the vision, of course, uh, was at first just, uh, kind of salivating over some ham hock that he was preparing. Some, he was thinly slicing some, and so, uh, the, your perspective was, was, um, uh, over the glistening little knots of fat in this uneven meat, right? Uh, but, but then, uh, curious, the vision kind of pans out and follows, uh, Mr. Hawking as, as he, uh, goes to his back door and, and opens it up and reveals, uh, uh, a, a tall, slender figure, uh, along with with uh, sort of a, a smallish, um, like a like a satchel, right? Like a, a really a double satchel, like a satchel space in the front, satchel space in the back. It makes the load evenly distributed, and uh, you can hear Stefan saying, "Ah, ah, yes, good. You've, 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 you've come. Thank you. Please come in." And the the figure comes in and, and opens the bag and deposits what appear to be a freshly cut ham hock. Um, uh, Stefan inspects the, the, the cargo briefly and then um, goes to, to his coin purse to start counting out coins. Uh, the figure says, Ah, Stefan, I'm, I'm afraid that the prices have increased again. And uh, Hawking looks up at the uh, figure and says, What? Really, Abel? That's, that's three times this month. And uh, the figure knows Abel says, Ah, needs are as they must, yes? Needs are as they want. You've, I'm afraid that's the price. You'll, you'll never find a cheaper ham hock in town. And Hawking nods and he says, I know, you're right. I've looked. And so he counts out a few extra coins and passes them to Abel. Uh, Abel says, well, good day. And Hawking says, good day, Bo. 
and uh, Abel uh, steps out of, of the, uh, the office and b- back into sort of the, the dim moonlight of the courtyard behind the, the ham hock, uh, uh, Stefan's ham hocks. And, uh, the, the, the vision kind of follows this ham hock dealer as though attracted by the, the looming scent of ham that seems to embed it into both like the, the deep reddish brown stains on both sides of his shirt from carrying this double satchel. And, um, suddenly it notices that, um, once the door is closed and you hear a satisfying click behind you, uh, Abel, under his breath, says, Heh, sucker, and counts out several of the coins and puts them in his pocket, before proceeding down into the cellars that lead to the uh, Lanarcanum dungeons that you guys have seen before. Then the vision fades, and you're returned to the office. I'm a... Uh, Abel to admit to being a little confused... <laughs> Wait, I didn't see anybody die. It's embezzlement! Didn't you see? He's he's embezzling from the hammocks. It, it seems to me that it is not embezzlement so much as it is cutthroat uh, ham-mongering. Ah, it's a guild crime. It's a guild crime. You oh. Never... oh, I see. This person is a member of the guild. Yeah. Oh, well, then of course you are correct. It is... I am an expert on guild and fellowship crime. And you are right. That breaks several laws. Uh, guilds are very heavily protected in Lanarkanum, and that does break in any number of laws. Plus, uh, any laws against such delicious delights as Stefan's hamhocks. Like, I can't imagine that anyone would dare, dare to subjugate the, the best hamhocks in town. Well, I don't believe any actual hamhocks enjoy legal protection, uh, but you are certainly right that uh, that is, uh, violates a number of laws related to guilds. Not legal protection, but divine protection. The gastromystics will not put up with this sort of mistreatment of one of our own. Uh, he's a loyal church member, has been for years. I will not stand for this. We demand that you investigate fully. Your Honor, or Your Highness, uh, what, what, what do I- Chief! roars the chief, snorting through her nose. Yeah, chief, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the chair begins to creak heavily, as uh, the the head of the Temple of Glutinous Delights, uh, Gluttonous Delights, uh, goes to gently disentangle himself from it. Well, actually, before you uh, before you leave, uh, did you ha- so we have a, a guild crime here being committed. We have seen yes, that. Yes, uh, yes. And you say uh, Stefan Hawking is a member of the uh, Temple of Gluttonous Delights, correct? Yes. Is Abel a member of the temple? Is he a churchgoer as well? Some sort of glue on here or something. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm afraid I don't know, Mr. Abel. Uh, well, very well. Do you like, would you like, you know what, we could put wheels on that if it would be of use to you. No. Aaron gets up to uh, offer a hand to the guy, like, very reluctantly. All right, an extremely heavy hand clangs into yours with uh, a couple of crusted gemstones kind of cutting into your skin on that side. And mm-hmm. uh, now, now you're going to have to pull. Okay. Uh, yep. That was pleasant and made and very good audio for my ears. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, any other questions? It's very important this investigation. The most serious crime our temple has uncovered in not my tenure, at least, as as head. Yeah, it's, uh, just one. I do have a question. What is your name? Uh, uh, you are a gastromystic seer from the Temple of Glutinous Delights, but we, uh, 
For the record, it would be nice to have your, uh... Once we join the temple, we forego names. Names are too specific. You you merely imbue the delights. Oh, do you, uh, as, a, as an imbuer of delights, do you have a title? Or are you just the... Titles are distractions from the food. Really, the most exquisite pleasures of, of the material realm are not in names or power. They're in consumable things. Can I call you the Prime Seer or the Filet of Seer or, uh, what is that, Kobe? Kobe Seer? Look, son, you, you, you can call me what you want. I'm, uh, calling myself a cab back to the temple. There's a, a feast this afternoon. <laughs> and then I gotta get to the Hippodrome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, Kobe, it is, uh, I, I worry that that cough may be contagious to people beyond your dimension and into perhaps a different world where <laughs> grown people are sitting around. No, I'm, I'm fine, devices. I'm fine. Oh, right, very good. Uh, it's just a ham. No, all right, is, is this a common thing that you have this horrible cough? Yeah, uh, well, our, uh, our mystics only last so long. One can only partake of the earthly delights for so many years until we are called back. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it's it's like super, super bad for you. Ah, uh, but isn't it said that struggles in the material plane are the only true way to virtues in the hereafter? <laughs> it really depends on... There are any number of religious orders that uh, have a... A different outlook, but oh, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, take up too much of your time, unless Officer Seda or Officer uh, Twelson had any other questions. No, no, no. You can leave as soon as possible. All right. So, Good day. Uh, thank you for your time. And he shambles out. Uh, the chief just kind of looks confused and dumbstruck. But but she is breathing heavily through her nose ring. Yeah, technically, Chief, that is a guild crime. Uh, and we have witnessed it. I think we are bound by the High Guard's code to uh, to investigate it, to at least follow up and, and determine. I hate to be a stickler for the... Fine, all right. But don't think this gets you out of the rest of your duties for the day. What other duties? Oh, no, you the, don't mean the... Your, your filing and, and your trough cleaning and... Your training of the new recruits. All of you have to keep up with your duties. I wish... If I could do the filing, it would be so much quicker. Get out! The trough. Okay, yes, Chief. Uh, so the three of you pile out of the office. And uh, no sooner do you pile out of the office than... Uh, Aaron, you uh, receive a tweeter. A, a tiny little bird uh, lands on your shoulder with a very official-looking little note. And the very official-looking tiny note, with a very official-looking tiny seal at the beginning and end, uh, is your official notice that you are officially being evicted from your apartment. Ah, oh, nerds. <laughs> you have received a message from people very obsessed with a specific hobby. Well, you could say that, Mikhail. They're obsessed with the hobby of kicking me out on the street, I guess. Ah, uh, I swear, I... I swear I, you're so, you pay rent to a landlord, right? And there's like an agreed amount ahead of time. And you pay it there's in, this in like periodically, yep. maybe like once every moon. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Yeah, there's a, did you pay the deposit? Uh, sometimes there is a pet deposit. Oh, he uh, took a lot of money up front. Yeah, that's par for the course. Uh, yeah, monthly just, rent checks. Um, 
you often are required to maintain a certain level of a uh, level of appearance, decorum, and cleanliness. Is that? I assume you are doing that, correct? You are. Why would that be? Who's who's going to be inside other than me? Well, it's, why it's, would any? It's it's a it's a health code uh, concern, is my understanding. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. If you have an exterior facing uh, a window, I mean, or if you have you, a little you just bit saw of. That... You saw the guy that left here, right? Like, he's literally killing himself with cholesterol. Uh, so if... <coughs> so if... You guys hear I feel like... to see you again. Yes, you're still going out to the door. Uh, I feel like if I, if I don't feel like picking up, like, that should be my problem, right? Oh, no, it that's, definitely that's is. Unless you signed a contract that said it is not your problem, but uh, the domain of your landlord. You did read your contract oh. thoroughly, right, Aaron? No... Come on, Mikhail. You know you're the first person that taught me how to read any kind of contract. Concerning, considering you were a professional performer for so many years. Look, my my dad always took care of that stuff, right? Yeah, that's fair. I understand. Um, I'll tell you what. I will help you if you require and you and you find a new place. I will help you read over the contract. We will ensure that you are it, that it suits your lifestyle. That you will not be in a position to be evicted again. What if you really want to fight this thing? I can look over your current contract as well. I have yeah, no I, legal I, specialty other than, of course, being a specialized legal enforcer. Uh, so I guess that's... I don't know if that counts look, or not. If there's, if there's anybody I trust to help me out of this, it's, it's you, Mikhail. This is paperwork related. Well, and if you need any, you know, uh, muscle, I know a certain... Uh, a certain... Uh, a... Uh, very, very strong, intimidating person who might be able to... Off the clock, of course. He's talking about me. Stand behind you. Yeah. It look menacing. Yeah. It's not how I would solve the problem. Anything you need. It's an option. Anything you need, Aaron. I just love this team so much. Both both of you. You, you know, if there's anything you ever need that's, that's music related or some cool acrobatics thing... Never. Do I still hear you outside of my office? No, we're out of here, Chief. Uh, goodbye, Chief. You think she would take a more interest in your personal life being so up, up, upheaved? Uh, I I don't know. You know how the chief is. She's a shapeshifter. She could she could become a bird and live in a cage if she wanted. So you guys uh, exit the the uh, the office and, and and you go right down the street to the ham hock place. Unless you want to make any stops along the way. I want to make sure that I have my uh, my hatchet, my hand axe did not work out uh, last time I recall. So I grabbed my. Um, just a dagger. I still have not found a good, a good replacement for William Club. So I'm just I'm I'm packing just a, a pair of daggers, a mismatched pair, unfortunately. Nice. Uh, yeah, Aaron. Um, geez, what, what, was this two two adventures ago? Aaron uh, had given away his dagger. Uh, so now he he has a just his uh, his rapier. Okay. Uh, Aloe um, just got a um, a new iron club. From uh, Smith and West End, yeah. So she's got that. It's kind of heavy, but uh, she's a uh, she doesn't care. It is a nice. I like the uh, like the 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 weight. The handle is very very well molded. Yeah, yeah. it's fit. It's fit. It's fit uh, perfectly for her hand. And it's, um, and you and you keep it so well oiled. I mean, I guess you have to. It's it's iron. It would rust if it was exposed to the air. But yeah. sometimes, Sadie, you're, yeah, sometimes it just slides right out of my hand. Okay, good. well, that's that's a little worrying. Yeah, but, I think uh, maybe yeah, there might you might talk to the professionals at Smith and Weston to see if that is the correct amount of oil. Oh, look, we're here, so close. 
Oh, hey, officers, come in, come in. Can You know, it's a little early for the lunch special, but I could give you the breakfast delight. Dale or, Hawk. Uh, hey, hey, Stephanie. How about what some if, hawk and eggs? What, do what you if think? you... What if you came outside and talked to us here on the street? Uh, no, no, come in, come in, come on, business is booming. I got a couple oh. customers in here. You might as well come on in, officers. Oh, of course. Why would we not want that? Okay. Yep. Oh, it's very yeah. horse-sign in here. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? Oh, I know. I, I, I've been working on that all week. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what can I do for you? I kind of rolls up his sleeves. Slicing up some stuff. I, I can't do it. Someone else is going to have to. And Mikhail, Mikhail steps out for a moment. <laughs> I just... So, uh, nothing for him then, huh? About, what, what's your name, miss? Mine? Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm, 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 a, I'm a rookie. Uh, rookie? Yeah, Seda. Just call me Seda. Officer Seda. Well, yeah. could I interest you in some of the finest ham hock in town? I had some this morning. Oh, guaranteed to put hair on your chest, this hawk. It it certainly did, and uh, it took me a long time to get rid of it. Oh, that's that's uh, well. All right, well, uh, then then what are you here for, Ms. Seda? Uh, we are uh, investigating uh, the sale of uh, of ham hocks. Uh, just let me know how your business is going. You know, it's it's uh it's going great. It's it's going great. I I gotta say, it's it's really. I mean, look, a couple customers, a couple good officers. It's it's going great. Uh, Seda, go ahead and make a, uh, sense motive check. At least, it was sense motive in third and a half edition. What is it in this edition? Insight. Make an insight check for me, please. Uh, so Mikhail is, is, uh, trying, just trying to get some fresh air, uh, in his system. Roll, roll a constitute. No. (laughs) Yeah. He does not, he, uh, the, the experience, uh, going through the, the old Hamhawk cellar, um, he's just, I don't know how Aloe is doing it. Maybe, maybe she's, maybe she lived a smelly part of, uh, of Matpat. Matpat, maybe she's just got a higher constitution. It's a delicacy there. Oh. <laughs> we can't get enough of it. We have ham hocks for, for dessert. So Mikhail is now standing outside the window looking in at you all. It's me, can you see me? I don't know if you guys can hear me out here or not. Yeah. Yeah, come in. I can't hear you. Are you talking? I I'm can't. Not, I can't. I, I can't know. hear you. Just come, come inside. I can't come in there. It smells. It's very pungent. It smells. You know, Miss Seda, I feel like uh, even though you're a rookie, you're a good addition to this force. By far the most stable one of these these uh, high guard officers I've met so far. Stalwart, stoic. I like that in a person. Yeah, not a lot of emotion. Uh, you uh, you wouldn't be from Matvat, would you? Yeah. How can you tell? <laughs> I'm from the vat. <laughs> Been here 20 years, but way back in the day, yeah, yeah. Matt Vay, way back. Once a vat, always a vat, right? <laughs> yeah, we used to call it Matt Bat, actually. That's what the name of the city is, but, uh... I, oh. uh maybe <clears throat> they changed the name of the town in the last two weeks, but, uh... Alright, you caught me. You caught me trying to make a sale. What did you, uh, get on that insight check? So got a six and a six plus one is seven. So rolling a seven. <laughs> All right. So uh, that sounds like a failure. failure. So um, 
As we, we often uh, mention in, in Lawful Early, the first time we roll a bad failure, uh, in Lawful Early, and, and as with many mystery games, it's not fun not to get the clues, and so we generally give players the clues when they fail a, a check, but we make them either uh, come up with some way to embarrass or mortify their character, okay. uh, or uh, to explain an interesting backstory as to why they knew this, even though they failed their check. So your choice, Claire. Uh, I would, uh... I, okay, I guess I'll embarrass myself. Uh, but what am I going to in insight? Uh... Uh, so so you learned that that uh, he he told you guys that that his business was doing very very well, and then he went on to mispronounce the name of the town you're from and claimed to be there, hoping to sell you some ham hock. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he's desperate and business is not so great. You get the impression that he's pretty tense and uncomfortable about it. Okay, okay. So uh, I I know that he is a. Uh... Okay, I know that business isn't doing well because I notice a, a, a bead of sweat, just just a very large bead of sweat, about the size of like a fingernail, just rolling down his face very slowly. Yeah, it's it's going good. It's it's it's, it's going real good. This, uh, you know, I got into hawks. My dad didn't think I'd make it in hawks. He said, he said, you're a mold man. My father's a mold man. I'm a mold man. You'll be a mold man. Yep. But he, I said no. I'm getting into hawks. Mold is a secondary job. The basement can have two uses. Mm. <laughs> Do you ever uh, wish you would have listened to your dad? You know, uh, uh, no. I mean, hawks have always been been really good. And <laughs> it looks like he's crying, but I can't hear anything. Can you? Is he crying? In what? There? Mikhail, it smells really bad. Come inside. Okay, hang on just a second. Just cover your nose and get in. He dabs his eyes with a bit of ham hock. I I just can't lie to you. It's been real tough. It's been real tough. I'm being squeezed on both sides. He's the finest hawks in town, I swear, but... There's nobody wants them, and and, and, and the people who do don't want to pay for them, and and the ham hock dealers are pinching me on the other end. They keep raising prices. It's been hard. Yeah, uh, about that. Yeah. Uh, your your buddy Abel brings you the ham hock deliveries, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, Abel Bodine. Uh, we have we have reason to believe he uh he just told you about a price increase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was this morning. Yeah, did did he have any uh proof of of the prices being raised or who raised them? No, no, no. Why, why would no, I, I, who, I mean, who he normally would the set, and I pay him. Who would normally set the set the price on that? Well, I mean, Abel is the the cheapest ham hock dealer I've found, and and uh, he you know he delivers through the sewers. It's real convenient for me given the the entry oh, in the oh, basement God. here. I uh, uh with the mold. Uh. Oh, do you guys, can I interest you in buying some mold? I've I've got some good prices on mold. Please, please, no, please no. Perhaps, oh. uh, perhaps at a later time we could come back and get a mold. But yeah, you say yeah, that this, so. this this individual, this able, is selling yeah. you at the cheapest prices. Yeah, yeah. And, and when he started, they were real cheap, but they've they're almost they're nearly up to market rates now. I can't afford market rates. Yes, we have an inside source who is telling us that he is committing a guild crime by, by charging you such a an outrageous amount. Oh, well, you know, I've, I've never thought. I've, I generally avoid the, the, the Meatpackers Guild. They're, they're not nice to us hawksters. 
Well, that's that's weird because you sell the goods. If if you didn't sell them to the customers, then well, they, they wouldn't have anybody they, to sell them to. They look down on our goods. They 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 generally sell most of their hawk to 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 other you know like Are dire wolf have... ranches so that you get yes. that good double stuffed in animal taste. Yes, and it is much much more much more. You know, the smell is not so bad now. It's not bothering me as much. Uh, but yeah, they, you get used to it. Yeah, yeah. they you make it into the it. biofuel for the large wolves that pull the pull the vehicles. Yes, yeah. it's it's yeah. much uh, more profitable. But that yeah. is actually uh, according to several bylaws and at least one, two, three, at least three subsections. Uh, that is not legal. What he has done to you? Really? But, yes. So was he well, by? Well, I don't want to get him in trouble. He's still oh, no, the cheapest dealer. I... Of course not. We. I'd I'd go out of business. Um... Oh, that's unfortunate. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron has a slow dawning realization of just like pure joy. But we want we wouldn't. <laughs> Stefan, of course, we would not want you to go out of business. We want to support the small businesses, a business of all sizes in Land Arcanum. So what we would like is to find out why Abel is breaking the law in this way, and to uh, and to correct his actions. And to ensure that uh, that the market prices are met fairly, and that you are able to purchase your goods at at wholesale value, at at a reasonable cost to you, uh, without or impinging on guild. Now, now that now that you know, Stefan, about the the price manipulation, you have perfect information. So that makes this the market's problem. So the market will adjust and there's no there's no problem. We're out of here. Great. Well, Thanks, no, everybody. no, Aaron, of course, he is he is optimistic as always, but there has been a crime that we must follow up upon. And uh, I think it really we are a community service. We, we do not only chase people who break the law, we do not only try and prevent the law from being broken, but we are here to help you help the people of the community. Oh. So we will do our best to find you a, a ham monger who will sell you hawks at a reasonable price so that you may maintain your business. I, I you, promise you I'll would? do my best to, to aid you to make sure oh. that you are able to keep Stefan Hawking's ham hawks open for, so for as long to... as you may wish to do so. I'm so glad to hear that. You know, it's actually, it's actually, I'm, it's kind of growing on me. It's, it's like a really, it's a, it's a multi-layer. There's that could textures. be the mold. I think it's that's not... the mold growing inside of your head. <laughs> it's a very rich smell. Very complex. Many, many yeah. layers. It's an acquired taste. I can see that. Well, thanks. Thank you, officers. And well, uh, here, have a free hawk on the house. Yeah, I'm not so sure we're there yet. You... Oh. Oh, uh, and okay. we are also not allowed to accept gifts while yeah. on duty. Oh, right, right. I'm sure. Yeah, that's the reason. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we have at least one last question, at least for me, which is, um, where does Abel uh, work from? Uh, you know, he's a ham monger. He goes from place to place mongering his hams. But where, does he, where is his base of operations? Where, we, where might we I, find him at this hour? Uh, he has a dumbfounded look and he hikes his thumb toward the door of the to the to the Lanarcanum sewers. All right, because he travels in the sewers. Wonderful. Uh, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know who else he, he deals hawk to. I, I, had a friend of a friend in at church turned me onto this. I don't know. I don't know how reputable it is, but you know, right. the old church friend hookup. 
I didn't ask too your, many questions. Does your uh, church church friend have a name? Could we, could we follow up with them? No, none of them have they, names. They don't have names. It's none interesting that you are a church member and you have kept your name, Stefan. Is it is it a your well, is it a like a stage I, name? I I haven't joined the the ecclesiarchy, oh, right? I the, see. Yeah. You are a lay. You are a lay attendee. I am. I am. I'm. Right. I'm. I'm just not glutton enough to to do it full time. I I try to be the best glutton I can be. I try to be, but but it, it ends up being kind of a three Sundays a month thing. Oh yes, keep, yes. Three Sundays, the major holidays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep uh, keep working at it, Stefan. Thanks. Oh, and, do you want uh, me to unlock the door here for you? Is that yeah? That would be helpful. Door All right. Well, I guess. Uh, Good luck um, uh, with your wares and your hawks, and we will uh, we will be back to you. We'll, once we have settled this, we will come back and uh, and and help you and make make sure that we are serving you as a member of our community, as a valued member of our community. Oh, thank you, thank you. That's that's so delightful. <laughs> All right, into you the guys sewers. Proceed off into the sewers. Uh, well, I guess I, I should interrupt. Do you guys uh, want to or need to stop anywhere else before you go into the sewers, or is it straight down to the sewers for you? I mean, I think straight down. Yeah, having right. having succumbed, having overcome the smells of the the ham hawkery, I can't imagine yes. the sewers are that much worse. Yes, you, 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 and you wouldn't want to probably do it twice. All right. Yeah, Aaron gets down into the the sewers and is like, oh. <sighs> <laughs> It's like a breath of fresh air. I know, I know that it is in no way fresh air, but I can no longer tell the difference. <laughs> hey, well, to be honest, I was, I was coming to coming around on that smell. It's, it's very strong. It's very pungent. But uh, once you get past that sort of first initial blast of, of odor, it's really, it's. Mikhail, I. Uh, there's more to it. I'm just saying. How do you, How do you smell? What do you mean? How do I smell? With my nose. But it's you're pretty a, well. Uh, I use like a. Like you're a like a, a soul Claire, trapped in an obsidian statue. Clara, while Aloe is is half trying to ignore it's, the bitter banter of your teammates, what? go ahead and make a perception check for me. Okay, perception. Please continue the pitter patter. Yeah, and now, Aaron, how long have you known me? Months now. Yeah. Right. Have you yeah. ever known me to to? I have smelled any number of things. No, no, and I, I've just never had a reason to to ask to like question it before. But now, now that we know that you're like an ancient soul trapped in an ancient teleporting technology, like how does it work though? Okay, uh, so while you know? they're bantering and uh, I'm ignoring them, uh, so I got an eleven plus three, so I I uh, rolled a fourteen. Fourteen. Fourteen is a success. Congratulations. Uh, you uh. During the bantering, you you hear uh, kind of kind of like like faint, kind of often in the in the distance, sort of in the noise of your head. You hear like some some kind of echoey footsteps that sound like they're approaching, maybe a little bit, and and then kind of a, a stop of those footsteps, and then uh, and then much more distinctly, you hear a little gasp intake of air and footsteps running away. Okay, so Aloe uh, grabs her club, right, her oiled up club, and she runs towards the uh, the, the, the footsteps. Literally Aaron. nothing has changed for me, Aaron. I mean, no part of me has changed from a month just, ago. Hey, guys, no, guys, it's, guys. It's, oh, yeah, I think I yeah. hear something. So, someone oh. just ran away. Well, yes, lead on, please. Okay, Let's so I'm going to go chase them. Are you guys going to sit here and banter? or? No, no I'm with you. Yeah, we should chase. Aaron, Aaron casts uh, light on the, the little badge on his hat and, okay. and says, let's go. 
All right. All right. So as, as you guys uh, tumble uh, down uh, through the, the slippery, slick, uh, oily, greasy hallways of the sewers, after this uh, uh, accomplice, who uh, you guys kind of kind of come to a straightaway, and you do recognize uh, from the rear the tallish, uh, lanky figure um, who's, who's apparently stubbing out a cigarette on the wall as he runs. He must have stopped to uh, have a drag. Of one, Abel Boadid. That's not his name. Bodine? Yes. Uh, Mr. Bodine. Abel Bodine. Mr. Bodine. <laughs> he, he's not stopping. He's clearly running. Mr. Bodine, <laughs> okay. I am here. Let me inform you that you are here by order by the high guard to, to stop. You are running at this okay. time. And, uh, and Turns and, around a corner. So Aloe, um, she, yep, Aloe races after him. She takes her well-oiled club. She launches it at his feet. And uh, that hits right. him in the back of the knee and that uh, causes him to fall down. Okay. She's very confident, is Aloe. Very confident. You, you, that, that's definitely the plan. And uh, you turn a corner and, and you, 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 you're wondering if you maybe lost him around some of the corners here in the sewer. Uh, uh, I'm going to oh. ask somebody to make a survival check for me. Oh, boy. And track oh, him sur- through the sewers. Survival. Ooh. I am. Uh, if if not... somebody can persuade me why you guys are well equipped or able to do this in this particular case, I would grant advantage on that. If someone can do something to create some sort of advantage in the situation to help you guys out. Of course. Uh, of course, uh, Mikhail stops quickly uh, as they round the corner and realize that he's, he's, he's out of sight and takes off his pack where he, he always carries his Dungeoneer's pack uh, with him. It's on my character sheet. I can show you. Uh, and yes. he pulls out, uh, he pulls out uh, some small pieces of chalk. Uh, he pulls out uh, a handful of, of very fine dust uh, and a, a, a tiny, a small uh, suede pouch of marbles. Uh, and as they're as they're exploring, he he uses Mikhail, the marble. This is no time for games. No, listen, this is I have some experience in this. Believe me, this is the way that you do it. You take the marble. You see which way the slope is going. You use the chalk to mark the direction of the slope on the wall, like this. It marks the thing, and then you use the dust. All right. So and it, Allo, it refracts the light. And while Mikhail and Aaron are having a finer conversation on the points of their games and the chalk things they're going to do to find an invisible enemy or to make a diagram of an enemy or something confusing. Uh, uh, while you ignore them again, go ahead and make a survival check with advantage. It is very <laughs> complex, but I assure you, I have received. I went to. I spoke with a woman, Linda, and she has trained me on this. It was an it hour just long seems session. Seems like it, it, it would take forever, and he's going to be long gone. Everyone, everyone trusts Linda to teach them everything. She is a very versatile, very intelligent woman, and she is very knowledgeable on a number of subjects. Fourteen and a nine plus one, right? Plus one is 15, yeah. yeah All right, so, um, yeah, that's definitely a success. And, uh, yeah, uh, Aloseda, you you are quite certain that you uh, saw which direction it went. You whoosh, like a bat, uh, followed See, him up. Aloe knows. <laughs> yeah, but I think Aloe just knows, and Aaron is... And uh, you're 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 dead on his heels. You're you're, you're tracking him like a uh, nobody's business. And then you you guys uh, turn a corner, long straightaway hallway, and he's vanished. Oh man! So I don't get to throw my uh. my club at him. Uh, you you can. You turn around the hallway. You throw your club, and it goes down the hallway and oh. clang clang clatters. Poor uh, Mar- Martha. That's the name of my club's name, Martha. Oh, I'm sure Martha's okay. okay. Just give, we'll get some some fresh oil on there, and that'll buff right out. It's a very loud noise. Clang, clang, clang. And she's covered in sewage. Oh, <laughs> boy. Oh, that you're going to, yeah, you're going to polish that. 
very well tonight. We're ready to go. Oh. But now, listen. Now you you made fun of me for my things. But now, listen. Watch this. And Mikhail walks slowly around the corridor, uh, down this hallway, uh, twice. Once along each wall. And as he does so, he lets the dust in his hand like he holds it carefully. And and if there's a draft, it will blow. Or if there's a pressure difference, pull the dust off of his hand into any crevices okay. and any secret doors that there might be. I'll let you ch pick uh, investigation or perception and roll with advantage because of the the ridiculous games that you invented before. This is not the game. This is dun this is dungeon dungeoneering 101. It is what they teach everyone. Uh, and I'm going to go with investigation, right? Mm -hmm. The better of my two. You said uh, not with advantage. Though, just with advantage. Oh, with, with advantage. advantage. Perfect. Good. Because I am not trained yep, in this. Yeah, powder. Why not? Uh, 14 total. That is also a success. Uh, yeah. You cover both hallways. You're kind of mystified as to why uh, the, the dust did not seem to suck in or go out of, of either sides of this hallway. Uh, and, and then uh, you're, you're kind of slack with your hands uh, down at your sides, and you notice some of the dust trails out and flies right through the floor. Ah, see? There were no secret doors, but there is a secret trap door right here. <laughs> and uh, after some prying... Uh, you guys crane it open with the crowbar that is in your dungeoneering pack. Of course. And uh, about 50 feet down, you guys can see the mangled and spike-perforated body of Abel Bodied. Oh, nuts. Oh. That looks painful. He is... We are going to have to mark him off in the registry. That's a case... Case closed, I guess. He's not so able-bodied anymore. Oh, I did not get that uh, until just this exact moment. Officer Seda, welcome to the team. Oh, you are going up on the corkboard tonight. Just in that high five, uh, a third uh, hand with three little claw fingers on it uh, goes up to high five you guys too. And I think it's kind of... Whoa. Hey. Ah. Officers, welcome back to the sewers. I've, oh. I've missed you. Oh, he hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. Are you I... looking down at your little friend there? Yeah. What happened he to took him? an awful tumble. I'll say. That you all is not as it seems. And oh. she produces a seeing crystal. Oh. Thanks for listening to Lawful and Orderly Special Visions Unit. Join our detectives again next time for the thrilling conclusion of The Ham Hawk. Visit us at dndsvu.rpg.academy. Our whole crew can be found on Twitter. Scott is at G-E-O-W-T-F. Jeffrey is at A-T-L underscore Spielberg. Clara is at A-L-O underscore S-E-D-A-1. Marty is at Schmarty. And Andrew J. Young is at That1GM. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review, or tell a friend about the show. Thanks.